All right, Jim, take us away first with takeaways. All right. So we first started off by just kind of mentioning your book, Fundamentals to Data Engineering, and also um, you know, us getting together while we were all in Vegas with, with beers in hand and talking about the state of data and, and the advent of generative AI. And one of the things that you had mentioned, um, both in, our, in live when we were chatting, but also um, today in our session today, was that a lot of folks, when they saw your book, you had sort of like one chapter around data modeling. Uh, and some folks were kind of asking, well, why is that kind of there, um, you know, in the first place? And then other people were asking, why only one chapter? This is so important. Like, there's so much more that needs to be said around modeling, especially in the advent of, of things like generative AI, which are, are going to take all of our data issues and our opportunities and, and simply amplify them. Um, and, uh, and I think it's exciting and interesting that, that you're going to be digging more into that and, and, and be writing a book around that. Um, yep. And you had mentioned that... Um, the art and the philosophy of data modeling in general has been lost. Um, and uh, we aren't ready for AI. Uh, and there's a huge fundamental opportunity to get the foundation right uh, so that the promise of AI can be real. And maybe we can head off this winter uh, that we may be destined for around LLMs if, uh, if God can save us on it. And if we can take proper data engineering and data modeling and, and general data practices to it. Um, you also mentioned about tying um, different types of knowledge and information together. And you mentioned, for example, you know, Bill Inman, right? Everybody knows him as being uh, a maven and one of the godfathers around relational database modeling uh, and, the, and, the, and the enterprise data warehouse. Um, and right now he's focused a ton on text. Uh, and I'll throw in a comment for myself. You know, it's, it's been interesting to watch the career of Bob Muglia, the former CEO uh, over at mm -hmm. Snowflake. And now he's obsessing over text and unstructured data and knowledge graphs, right? Um, and it's the marriage of these things together that's going to be really interesting. Um, and so we have to be honest about, you had mentioned, we have to be honest about all the work that's going to take to get from here to there. Yep. Um, you mentioned a talk you gave recently, recently at the, in Vancouver, Data Modeling is Dead, Long Live Data Modeling. Um, we've really kind of lost our way around having a coherent model around data. Um, models tend to be aligned these days more towards the form, the web UI, uh, and that kind of dictates a lot of the model. Um, also, ad hoc requests are dictating the model quite a bit and how we're approaching modeling. Um, and really, we need to zoom out we need to not be religious about it. We need to think about all of these modeling approaches as tools in the toolkit. Um, relational database modeling using Kimball, that's, maybe that's Brazilian jiu-jitsu, but you can't just focus on the one art, right? You gotta, you gotta focus on everything and use it together. There's no one true way, and uh, these are just different tools uh, that you have to bring together. You gotta know what to look yep. for, you gotta focus on value. Bingo. Um, and there was a, a lot more there, but Juan, I'll pass it over to you for you. Good ways. <laughs> Thank you. Good job. Uh, the trade-offs, right? We discussed it like, oh, make sure it works for you. So what does work mean? Like, first of all, just you have to find what success looks like. So to figure that out, and I think usually the pendulum goes into like being very efficient as fast as possible versus kind of the quality and being more rigorous. And I think this pendulum swings uh, is now right now generally more on the efficiency side, but it's very cultural. Right. If you look at, I love looking at this. I don't know, if you look at the EU, right? 
people do business there a bit slower about that stuff, how they do business. So they kind of really take their, they take their time and they're focusing more on being the rigorous part. Right. So I think it's always like, do you want to get an answer as fast as possible out the door versus being more rigorous? So I think this is being able to understand the trade-offs and that's what you need to be able to go look into. Yeah. Um, I also very quickly discuss on like, what is a model? Like everybody uses the word ML models are different from data models, different from DBT models and app developers have their own models, which can be even the model file. So like, you got to go figure out which model talk about semantics here, right? Uh, talk about debt, right? So are you refactoring how you're dealing with this data tech debt? You said three types of debt. I like this tech debt, which is like, you got pipeline infrastructure debt, you have data debt, which is like the decay of data. I mean, concepts will erode, just become completely wrong or they'll disappear. And the organizational debt. And I love the analogy you brought up, like that punch card. Like you can only punch that card 20 times, right? You can only screw up 20 times after that. Like, who knows, right? <laughs> so the, the, the report didn't arrive on time, punch card right there. So, um, and the other issue is that in data, you can mask over debt with another query. And I think what part of it, of the debt is that you want to, not repeat yourself. Just do it once, and and do your do it once. And uh, and Looker was this whole approach, but when you actually look into that stuff, you would still see so much repetition. So it's like we don't really learn this stuff in data. We're not seeing it. And then kind of wrapping up, uh, are there other ways or better ways of doing modeling? I think one of the stuff is look at the different methodologies. Um, things there are we can and do should do better when you look at different methodologies, looking at different modeling patterns and reuse existing patterns to figure out if. If you can't, if you won't reuse them as is, you can be inspired to go take parts of it. At the end of the day, just be pragmatic about it. Think Bottom about line, it. right tools for the right job. Love it. Anything awesome. we missed? How do we do? Fantastic, guys. It's like you've done this before for four years now. Um, so, part of our fourth one. Hey, we took well, a month yeah. off. And Joe, you're the perfect guest to have here twice because I think you've got you've got a wealth of knowledge, and uh, we're just so glad you could join us today. Uh, Anytime, guys. Joe, take us home quickly advice uh about data about modeling about life uh who else should we invite next and any new resources that you want to share that you want to go that you follow that should follow uh who should you invite next i think um ethan aaron and, and kevin who and those those guys would be amazing to have on Ethan's um, coming soon cool yeah yeah there's a lot of people um and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure I'll have some more. I, I, I'm about to start a, another um, world tour uh, in a few weeks, so um, I'm sure I'll be able to recommend a lot more people. That I want to find, I want to recommend people off the beaten path. I think there's like the LinkedIn kind of filter bubble, but there's a lot of interesting people I meet who you probably haven't heard of before. Um, a, a guy, John Giles, would be fascinating for you to have on the show. Um, uh, his last name's G I L E S. Yes, he's in Australia. He's amazing. He's like Yoda when it comes to data modeling. You would love him. Um, I think he lives in rural Australia as well, so he probably literally lives in Dagobah. Um, but uh, people like that are cool. Uh, Larry Burns is another guy I would have on. So, yeah, he's dope. By the way, why is there so much modeling in Australia? That's another question. I don't know. It's a weird thing. Yeah. Very pain. I'm looking at, I'm looking at several books. It's like, yeah, Graham uh, Simpson. There's, there's all these books I have from Australians. I don't know what it is in, in the, the Outback or something. It must be a uh, teacher about modeling. <laughs> so. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and where, where, where can people find you? You're, you're going off and doing to the, your next events. Like, yeah, sure. yeah. So I'll be, uh, you can find me on Substack. I'm at joe reset You can find me on LinkedIn. Just add me there. Um, 
apart from that, yeah, this uh, upcoming, I'll be uh, in Australia, Europe, Middle East, maybe India, maybe again Canada, and uh, also on the tour of DBT, DBT and Joe Reese Roadshow, hitting a city near you. Next one's in, um, was it Atlanta on the 10th, I believe, um, and then Seattle and uh, I think a few other cities as well. So, yep. Joe, thank happening. you so much. It's uh, Thank you, guys. It's been a pleasure. Uh, next week, we are going to be... Uh, I'm going to be at CDOIQ in Boston. And nice. Tom Redman, who's the, the data doc. We're going to have him live right before we do Very our cool. Honest No BS dinner. If you happen to be in Boston, you want to get our, we got to, I think we're, we're actually booked. So, but hey, if you want to join our dinner, let me know. Maybe let's see it open. That's at MIT, right? CDOIQ. Yeah. Oh, I think it's yeah. not MIT officially anymore, but anyways. Okay. Yeah, it's, 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 a good one. It's an awesome event. All right, Joe, thank you cool. so much. All right. A little bit over. See you guys. More stuff to go do. No worries. Cheers, Joe. All right. Cheers. Thanks, everybody.